What do you hear yourself saying? What are you speaking over your life? Fill your own soul because you will find a world filled with criticism and negativity. It's available to you 24 7. How about what are you speaking over yourself? So I want to give you three things that words are similar to. Similes, illustrations, even metaphors, but more powerful than metaphors. Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Hey, Braveheart women, how are you today? I'm Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, helping you live in midlife with courage and confidence, taking steps of action that lead you to the fulfillment of your dreams and your goals. I hope that you're doing well today. Hey, I don't know if you've noticed it or not. I sure have. We are living in a world that is craving what I call beautiful language. We are craving words of encouragement, words of inspiration that build us up and don't tear us down. And yet we're in a world that is filled with hatred right now, criticisms and things that just cause our spirit to feel just so dismayed and discouraged. So today I want to talk to you. What does your spirit hear you saying? You know your voice is the most influential voice that you hear. So what are you saying about yourself, about your circumstances, about your future, about your mind and your body, about your relationships? Are you speaking beautiful words because you are craving it? You know, the body tells us that we are hungry. It tells us that we're sleepy. It tells us that we're bored or irritated. But you know what? It doesn't always tell us that we're thirsty. It's one of the last things that we recognize. And so I'm going to tell you, you may not recognize that you're starving for affirmation and encouragement, prophetic words of life spoken over you that tell you you're on the right path. You're going the right way. Keep going. Words of life that cheer you on that say, brave-hearted sister, don't give up now. You're so close. I want to do that today. And I want to teach you how to do it for yourself every day because we are in a climate and an environment in this world. We're just not getting a lot of that. We're hearing a lot of negativity. Jesus even told us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth would speak. Is it any coincidence that we're speaking words of devastation and destruction and hatred and anger and racism and political unrest, words that are just death? It's because our hearts are sick, y'all. We're burdened. We're worried. We're not living in contentment and joy. So today, I hope that you'll feel a healing in your heart and therefore in your words. So how about you? How are you speaking? How are you feeling in your heart? What's coming out of your mouth? Are you speaking words that uplift and empower? Are you speaking words that are going to bring you towards success? And you're going the right direction? Or do you feel that more often the things that come out of your vessel feel negative and they feel like they're down and discouraged and some victimhood dripping off of your tongue? Yes, well, you know, our words of despair They create more despair in our life, overwhelm and stress. Our words of fear produce more anxiety 
than ever before. Our words of bitterness continue to create even more hatred, more unrest, more criticism. So our words indeed are creating our worlds and you can change your world by changing your word. It is no coincidence that your life may indeed mirror your words. Think about it just for a moment. Positive, powerful words equal a positive, powerful life. But negative and poor, cheap speech, really the lazy person's speech, look around and see, is your life impoverished? Is it negative? In fact, many factors in your life are indeed a result of how you have been speaking, what you have believed, and therefore what you have been speaking. So if you don't like your life, good news, change your vocabulary, change what you're saying, because if you change what you're saying, you're going to be changing what you see. Easier said than done, but you can do it. Actually, you can begin to speak words of faith right this minute. Just a fresh conviction over this whole arena can change everything for you. Simply saying, you know what? Thank you, Braveheart Mentor, for that word of encouragement today because I'm going to grab onto that. I'm going to take an inventory of how I'm speaking. I'm going to listen to myself and I'm going to make an intentional effort to start speaking life, praising God, being grateful, speaking what is uplifting and what is good and of good report and noble and powerful. You know, there were two boys that were climbing a tree, Joey and Tommy, and Tommy scaled all the way up to like 25 feet in this tree. He didn't realize that the branch could break. He was just having a good time. And there was Joey about 10 feet below him also hanging on, having a good time when suddenly an incredible gust of wind began to blow. Well, the two moms being sisters, the boys being cousins, were sitting on the park bench and they looked and they saw instantly Instantly, what could happen? And the moms ran to their children. Tommy's mom yelled up to Tommy, hang on, Tommy, tightly, hang on tightly, Tommy. And Joey's mom said, don't fall. Joey, don't fall. You're going to break your arm. You know what happened? Instantly, Joey fell and he broke his arm. But Tommy, he hung on and when the wind kind of subsided, he scampered down the tree and everybody went and was trying to help Joey. Later, the sister said to the other, what do you think happened? That was so crazy. Why did Joey fall from the tree? But Tommy held on. And the one sister said to the other, well, it's simple. You see, the brain doesn't know how to process a negative command. When you told Joey, don't do this, when you said don't fall, the first thing his brain had to imagine was him falling. Then he had to tell his brain to flip it. In the meantime, he was already on the ground. The brain doesn't know how to process a negative command. But when Tommy heard, hang on tightly, the brain instantly said, hang on tightly. That is the power of words. And that's what I want to talk to you about today because you are unconsciously programming your mind for failure or for success. Zig Ziglar said it to us this way. There is power in words. What you say is what you get. 
So how many of us know that we might be getting something in our life that we don't really want, but at the same time, it's the result of what we've been speaking. So we're going to change all of that. Now, many women just speak what is. They just talk about what is going on. They say, this is how I feel. This is what I lack. This is what I can't do. This is what's wrong. This is what I'm not good at. This is what's so difficult. This is what's so challenging. And that speech is just reporting and perpetuating what already is. And you know what? There is a time for reporting. There's a safe place when you talk about what's happening in your life so that you can make an adjustment. But if it's how you live, if that's how you roll, if that's how you do life, constantly reporting about the negativity that's around you, no wonder the condition of your heart and mind is overwhelmed and feeling stressed and anxiety. So don't be surprised when you attract more things to complain about, more stressful situations, more negative opportunities, if you will, and challenges in your life. Don't be surprised when you produce a disempowering life. You are speaking disempowering words. Instead, use your words to speak a beautiful life, what you want. Prophesy life over yourself. When you do that, you are creating. That's what the scripture tells us to do, to use our words to speak life, to create. This is how you come into success. Prophesy victory over yourself. The other day I went to the doctor's office and you guys might know this, that I've had some visual impairments and some challenges and I'm overcoming those things, praise God. But at first the eye doctor began to speak something negative over me and a possibility and a potential. And I knew right in that moment, these words are coming. I cannot let this report get on the inside of me. I cannot grab onto that. I can't let that get in my heart. I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but under my breath and immediately I put up my shield of faith and I said, that is not my report. And immediately when I got out of the office, I went into the restroom and I began to wash myself with the power of the word. I said, I thank you, Jesus, that by your stripes, I am healed. I thank you, Lord. No weapon formed against me will prosper. I thank you, Lord, that an undeserved curse does not come to rest. I do not receive this report. My eyes will not dim. That is a promise and a prophecy that was spoken over to me by a dear sister in the Lord. And I claim that and I'm standing on that. Faith comes by hearing. What do you hear yourself saying? What are you speaking over your life? Fill your own soul because you will find a world filled with criticism and negativity. It's available to you 24 seven. But how about what are you speaking over yourself? So I want to give you three things that words are similar to. Similes, illustrations, even metaphors, but more powerful than metaphors. So first of all, words are like seeds. We've heard that. We know that. Words are like seeds sown into the garden. One poet says, words are like seeds. You can have flowers or you can have weeds. It's up to you. What kind of seeds do you want to sow over your life? Seeds go down into the ground. They take root, they grow, and they bloom. We shouldn't be surprised when we see things blooming in our life and we think, how did that happen? You spoke it. You spoke it into existence. Words are like seeds. 
They have life in them. Words are containers. They have power. They're either going to bloom forth life or you're going to get a nasty root that brings forth death and chokes all the good things out of your life. You get to choose. By the way, the Bible clearly says that you will eat the fruit of your words. So make sure you're planting something that you like. Make sure you're planting something that you want to come to pass. When's the last time that you spoke powerful words of life over your dreams and over your visions? You do have a vision board, right? You do have a dream board. You do look at it every day. It's on your mirror in your bathroom or it's by your bed or it's on your journal. Can't wait for mine to get out so you can have it. You got to look at your dream board every day and then you speak that powerful affirmation, those words of life over that dream. You say it will come to pass. I thank you, God, that I stand before thousands of people. That's mine. I thank you, God, that my message is received. I have open doors, a double door. Thank you, God, for the double door of destiny in my life. Thank you, Lord, that right now hundreds of thousands of people are listening to my podcast and the YouTube because there's a message of life that you've put in me that I want to share with others. I'm speaking life over my dreams. How about you? What are you going to receive? Flowers or weeds? Number two, words are like servants. Whether you sleep or whether you are awake, your words are constantly at work for you. They work while you don't. They work when you rest. Once you release your words into the atmosphere, they are like servants that are going forth to fetch what you speak. What if I said to you today, everything that you say is going to come to pass? How might you talk? Would you speak differently? Would you change your vocabulary? Would you start to say, ooh, I got to be careful. I want to be a really good steward over my mouth. I don't want to curse myself and I don't want to curse someone else. Do you know that you can change your relationship by changing your words? Not only can you change your relationship, you can change how you feel about someone by changing what you say. Your words are informing your brain how to think. Your words are informing your spirit to have faith or to relinquish faith. Your words are bringing you to your promise or they are delaying you. They are servants. Your words go to your future. They get to your future before you do. They go before you. They prepare the way. Your words are kind of like John the Baptist making a way for you. They're preparing, bringing you to your destiny. Speak life. And thirdly, your words, they are like magnets. They attract unto themselves the like. When you attach faith to your words and you're speaking it out there, some teachers even say, I don't believe in the enemy, new age philosophy. I line up everything with the word of God. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, it has to go out. But more and more biblical scholars are saying that words are like magnets that draw to themselves, whether it's a spiritual reality, whether it's the vibration that everything reverberates at a vibration, that when God spoke, it happened. When God said, let there be, it happened. 
And when we speak, there's a shift in the atmosphere. There's a shift even in our brain. There's a shift in our focus. And there is a shift in the divine realm that begins to draw to us what we're speaking. I don't understand it all. I don't understand how I can take a little white pill called aspirin or Tylenol. Do we take aspirin anymore? And it goes to work in my entire body, but it works. And God's word, when released out of my mouth, goes to work. Joel Olstein says, don't use your words to describe your situation. Use your word to change, create your situation. Your words do indeed have creative power. So use them to create the kind of life that you want. Leaders throughout the ages agree. I want to read some quotes to you. Proverbs 18.21, of course. The word of God. Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. This is what the Bible says. And here's a quote from Tony Robbins. Words cannot only create emotions, they create actions. And from our actions flow the results of our lives. So in other words, your words produce feelings and your feelings produce action and your actions give you results. That's how it works. Joyce Meyer, words are containers for power. You choose what kind of power they carry, life or death. And we've already mentioned that. And you can change the whole course of your life with your words. And that's an anonymous quote, but I know that Jim Rohn has said something like that. Zig Ziglar has said something like that. Jesus taught us that. And the Bible teaches that. So today, pay attention to the words that are coming out of your mouth. Do you really want what you just spoke out loud? Is that your inheritance? Is that your package? Is that your prize? Do you want the outcome of what you just spoke? I'm so fat. Do you really want that? Okay. Or I can't afford that. I'll never be able to afford that. Don't worry. Keep talking like that. You'll never have it anyway. My stupid car is about to break down. Okay. You know, now somebody listening to this might just be saying, you know what, Don, this is just a bunch of malarkey. I'm still broke. My car doesn't work. You say, you know, the positive power confession, it doesn't work for me. What you don't understand is it is working. You're getting exactly what you believe. The language of a brave-hearted woman is not filled with, I can't. Instead, it is filled with, I can. And maybe I will and I do, but not I can't. And if you have to say I can't, add the word yet. I can't do it yet, but I will someday. We don't speak what we can't do. We speak of what is possible and what we can do. We don't speak doubt and defeat and expect a life of powerful, creative success, innovation, ambition, motivation. No, it won't work that way. So use your voice, your most influential voice, prophesy life over yourself. And by the way, prophesy life over others. There's somebody out there today that needs your vote of confidence, that needs your words of love, that need you just to encourage them because they're discouraged. And so I encourage you today. That's what I have for you. Hey, this is Dawn Damon. My free gift for you this week is my Dawn's Dynamic Affirmations. And if you don't have that, that's my free download for you. I can't wait for you to get it. I want you to have that. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this. Please make sure you will like us and review us and follow us on YouTube. Let people know that you're excited about Christian motivational podcasts and YouTubes and messages like this. And that'll help me go up in the ranks. I appreciate it so very much. Now, my brave-hearted sister, I'll leave you like I always do. This is your moment. Find your brave and live your dreams. 
Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision. February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast-Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do. Harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did.